Hey, thanks for listening to Not the Worst Podcast. In this episode, we talk about rule changes for competitive Scrabble. Look out, world! Plus, Ninja is back in streaming, The Sims are getting a reality TV show, and video games in the new console generation might finally jump to $70 a piece. Come join us. Welcome, everybody, to Not the Worst Podcast. This is episode 17, and we are going to be talking a lot about games and streaming and not video games. We got a board game thing going on. We got lots of stuff going on, so we got to get to it. Uh, I am JD, and I am joined by my co host, Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hi. Yay. And I don't really have anything for the <laughs> intro, nothing special. Do you have anything you wanted to talk about? I do, and I'm excited about it because it's no, gonna no. make you hate me. Oh no, I'm I'm about Watch to stop Dogs recording. Two is, I'm, I'm, Watch Dogs Two is gonna be free on Monday, so nobody cares. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Watch Dogs is a stupid franchise. Ugh. Yeah. They have a third one coming out, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Is it supposed to be? Who knew it did that well? I forget. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they're latching onto this thing. I guess it's selling. The first one was okay. It was boring, but it was okay. I mean, the I best know. part was raiding each other's games and hacking things while they're trying yeah. to complete a mission. That yeah. was probably the best part of it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they do with it. It was a neat concept when we first heard about it, like the original Watch Dogs, but mm -hmm. what's happened? What's happened to you, Watch Dogs? Where have you gone? Uh, uh, actually, on the same topic, Ubisoft is uh got the new Battle Royale. Hyperscape. Yep. Hyperscape. I haven't played it yet. I got the drop, but I never played it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if, if I got the still drop. Still play it anymore. I think it was only like a week of testing that they were doing there. Was it? it Watch me get the there. drop the day, know. the last day. Yeah, I never bothered to play it. I watched a lot of it though, and I, so I could get a good feel for it, and it. It reminded me a lot of Spellbreak. It was super mobile, and there was a lot of trying to kill people in the air as they jumped around because you just had so many different movement abilities, and you could have two of them at once if you wanted. So you could like turn into a ball and bounce around the map. You could like jump up and slam down. Uh, you could go really? invisible, like all this stuff. So it was just it was kind of it was chaos. It's fast paced, a lot of action, uh, but there's a whole lot of sniping too. Cause it's just easier to hit people when they're jumping around when they're far away. Yeah. It's, I didn't watch that much. I watched, uh, Ali Shazam from regiment play it and it looked very chaotic. Yeah. It's, it's definitely chaotic. I wish it, I wish it was more, I wish there was a bigger emphasis on the indoor fighting because I think that would be more fun for me. Yeah. Uh, most people just run outside and they like jump on the buildings and they jump around like crazy people looking looking down to see who's down there and picking them off. So I probably would have the if I'd played that game I'd probably have the same strategy I did in Fortnite and basically I never built in Fortnite and I always hit on bushes and only attack whoever survived the the firefight, but I don't think it would be that easy to hide in hyperscape. Yeah, it did. doesn't seem that way. Right, hyperscape. I do one but thing no. I like about hyperscape is the way they uh the way the circle closes, you know, Fortnite is just like a circle and then it closes and then you die in the it's circle. Strange, yeah. But in hyperscape, the sections like decay, like it's virtual reality. And there's a bug that's eating away at the environment. 
It's pretty cool. It's pretty fun to watch. That's why you said it looked like an Assassin's Creed. It does look like the Assassin's Creed loading screen. It really does. Like, remember (laughs) early Assassin's Creed's where you, you, like, desynced from the Animus and you were running around in this, like, white, like, it's got polygons and stuff and you could, like, run around and digitalize and and everything. Yeah, that's what it, that's what Hyperscape looks like right there. That's yeah. so funny. Anyway. All right. Let's jump into our topics. First topic yes. is funny to me. Uh, Scrabble. For one thing, you know, who even knew that Scrabble had a competitive scene? And apparently it's, it's big enough to make you a couple hundred thousand dollars if you're good at it. Uh, but Scrabble obviously is just the, the board game Scrabble is what we're talking about. That traditional game that you probably played with your family and then your uncle who was drunk got really mad because he didn't think that the word you were using was a word and then he hit the board and all the pieces went flying and everybody everybody was mad yeah uh anyway so that's scrabble uh but in light of the recent uh black lives matter movement one of the i guess famous people of scrabble (laughs) scrabble master i don't know uh, I, I guess spellmasters for the spelling bee, so why yeah, not? yeah. So I guess he put out a letter to the NASPA, which, which is like the official Scrabble board that decides on the rules and the at the competitive level of Scrabble kind of thing, and it, you know basically asked them what their response was going to be because because most people might not know this if all you ever played Scrabble with was like Scrabble at home because the Scrabble at home is made by Hasbro, right, and they make family things, kids things. So this is actually isn't in the Scrabble that you play at home. It's only in competitive Scrabble uh, that you can play offensive words. Uh, like the F word. I don't want to say the words because we're trying to keep a clean podcast. Oh, no. uh, but like the <laughs> F word is a big one and the N word was a big one. That's in there. You can play that in competitive Scrabble, even though they, I guess, kind of discourage you from doing it. But it's it was in there. Because the idea was it's there, just yeah. don't yeah, try not exactly. to use it. Well, because they don't want to. Because they do like casters, they do like analysis and and announcers that yeah. run the tournaments, and they don't want them having to say what the word was yeah. when it's offensive, and it might be on like TV or whatever. Uh, but but it even has like blowjob in there, <laughs> like you could play blowjob as a word. Uh, so they had all these offensive words and sexual words and things like that. And and it was just a part of it because, you know, with Scrabble, the more words you have, the more options you have to play. Um but and so it they, gets rough when you get down to the end and there's yeah. little limited tiles and stuff. Yeah, exactly. If you're gonna spend the whole time eliminating all the words, you're you're eliminating what your competitors can do. Um and so there were two hundred and thirty eight words that they decided that they were going to remove from the official Scrabble competitors dictionary. Which has like 192,000 words, so 238 is not a big deal. They're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, they decided to review all that and decided those words were better left out and things like that. Um, but you know, the the thing about that is uh, that those words were playable in the first place. I just think is hilarious. I, I I don't. I've never watched a competitive Scrabble tournament. I'm sure it's riveting TV. Uh, but. To, hey, to just imagine, be... just imagine like some dudes like standing over two competitors playing for like the final five hundred dollar jackpot or I don't know however much money you play for in Scrabble, and he's like, oh, he busted out, oh, he played blowjob on the triple word, and he's gonna win, like you know, it's like blowjob, really, okay. Uh, but anyway, 
so the other well, thing I wanted to talk about when I was researching this story, when I was looking up Scrabble, just because I had never heard of a Scrabble competitive scene, I guess they have tournaments all over the world. And one of their biggest winners is a guy named Nigel Richards, I believe is the name. I hope I got that right. Uh, he was born in New Zealand. He won in New Zealand and he wins in Malaysia, which is nearby. And he's won in the U.S. like five times or something like that. And he was one of the first people to repeat multiple times. Uh, but what's interesting about Nigel Richards... See, when you play Scrabble, you're playing the... Like, you mm -hmm. have to play English words or whatever. He went to France. And he doesn't know French. And he won the French Scrabble tournament playing French words. I guess, he's, I guess he studied the dictionary for like a, a couple of weeks before the tournament. Not knowing what any of those words mean or how to use them, all he did was memorize how they were spelled, and he ended up winning like the national French Scrabble tournament without knowing any French. That's crazy. That's that nuts. is crazy. That dude, that dude's a genius. I guess he has like an eidetic memory, so he can like memorize things really fast. But so. see, and that I was gonna bring that up when you mentioned these words being banned, and it is as. It's kind of shocking that it's getting banned now, and it was also kind of shocking words like the N-word were actually still playable. But if you really think about it, the class of person that's probably competing at these international levels are probably, probably more refined and sophisticated and not on our level where we're going to get a <laughs> giggle because I play blowjob on the board for a triple word score. Yeah. So if I was in those big tournaments, I would be looking to play those words, and they would get mad at me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they, they like, probably yeah, we know those. they are allowed, but please stop using them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you I, I, I would have gotten got those words announcer. banned years ago because they would have been like, "All right, we gotta, we gotta stop this guy. I don't know what he's doing, but this is ridiculous." Yeah, you'll be the happy Gilmore of um of uh, Scrabble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they'll never see it coming. <laughs> so yeah, uh. Apparently, they also, like, this isn't the first time they've reviewed and removed words. Uh, there used to be, in the 90s, a bunch of anti-Semitic slurs in, in the official Scrabble dictionary. And somebody lobbied to have those removed. So, uh, you know. And, and that's, that's, you know, it's Scrabble. Like, I understand why the words are there. Not, be, not to be offensive and not to, like, piss people off, but just because you need words in Scrabble. Yeah, options. You have to, right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's good that they, they removed them. So that's just a funny yeah. little story. Not even the, video it, game related. Yeah. I kind of wonder if there's like a professional Cards Against Humanity scene. Oh, I'm if, sure um, how, Where would they go with that? I don't know. How do you even judge that? Like, how do you decide? <laughs> because the whole point is like to judge what's the funniest answer, right? So it's really subjective. Yeah. That's Unless you get one of those guys that are like party poopers and have to take everything literally, like I don't get it. Why? Why'd you play this yeah. word with that one? Uh yeah, that would be the worst. Or they have like an <laughs> impartial judge that you have to try and make laugh, like like one of those guards at Buckingham Palace, just sitting there reading the cards. Like I don't, I don't get it. It's not funny. Okay, next <laughs> one. That would suck. <laughs> that would suck. I, I I would wouldn't be surprised though if they tried to make it work at least a little bit, even if it failed. That's funny. All right. Next topic. What's what's next? Ninja, Ninja right? Ninja. So Ninja's back. He's back, baby. Right. Kind of. Kind, kind of. of back. Yeah. The largest largest streamer in the history of streamers. Uh he definitely he got paid to go over to Mixer for a while. He made a 
cool couple of million there. And now Mixer has gone under, which we talked about in previous episodes. Uh, and when Mixer went under, they released all their partners, including Ninja, Shroud, and some other big guys. Um, and they could do whatever they want after that. And Ninja's been offline since. And that's been a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, he's tweeted. He he did tweet that he does. He hasn't decided which like when it first started. He didn't decide which platform he's going back to, but he promised to keep everybody in the loop. And I guess he's come out of the shadows now, kind of. Yeah. I guess he wasn't entirely in the shadows, but as far as streaming goes, yeah, I think he was still active. Like like Doctor Disrespect hasn't tweeted since like <laughs> June twenty seventh, so he's just gone. He's he's gone dark completely. Yeah, but Ninja has been tweeting and talking and engaging with people. He just hasn't been streaming which is his main source of income. So you have to think that he's been pushing to get back out there. Uh, and he mm -hmm. did today. He streamed for YouTube, um, which is interesting because partially because when Mixer folded, it's because it sold to Facebook gaming and it was Facebook gaming that invited all the Mixer partners to come over there and they offered them some signing bonus money, which was a pittance for what Ninja makes, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but there were also rumors that Ninja might be starting his own platform because he made so much money off that deal and obviously had made a lot of money in general. Uh, and I guess that hasn't come to fruition yet. Still could. Like like Anthony said, he hasn't signed a contract with YouTube Gaming or anything like that. He just decided to use that. I think I think he just doesn't want to go back to Twitch. Uh, they kinda, I don't blame him. Yeah, they kind of treated him bad when he left. So, uh, yeah. So... No, well, there there was some periods he was being treated bad near the end before he became the Mixer deal, which I think, and yeah, obviously the signing bonus from Mixer was a nice, you know, cherry on top to bring him over. But I think even without the bonus, even a smaller bonus, he probably would have been willing to switch over because from what I understand, yeah, Twitch wanted to keep him around, but I think they started neglecting him and abusing him in a way because they knew he's a big star and he right. they knew he, he technically really didn't have anywhere else to go. Yeah, Mixer was around, but it wasn't lucrative until they offered that bonus. Then obviously it became lucrative very quickly for him. Yeah. Um I saw it today. That's, that's why I brought it up to JD. Um there's a tweet. I can't remember who did it, but they said I guess it's somebody that's close to Ninja. It said Ninja is in the in talks with negotiations with contracts, but nothing official. He will be streaming on YouTube today. It does not mean he's going to YouTube. He may even stream on Twitch. I didn't follow up to see if he actually did stream on Twitch, but it sounded like he the main focus was YouTube today. So it yeah. might have been he was just feeling up. Yeah, they they said he might have tried Twitch again. Um, I think mainly this was to obviously give his fans something because I know they're probably missing him and wanting him back. And I also think it might have been to give YouTube a feel to see how it is and see if it's worth his time. And it may even be he's testing the waters on different streaming platforms. If he's about to make his own, he wants to probably get ideas from different platforms that already exist. So he's already done Mixer. He's done Twitch for a very long time. And now he's trying out YouTube. I mean, this is this is a complete guess. I have nothing to back this up. Uh, other than the rumor that him, I guess, Shroud, and there's a huge rumor that part of the reason why Dr. Disrespect is quiet is he may be helping with the new streaming platform. Um, I don't know if I believe that per se, uh, but I'm sure if Twitch and Shroud did do their own and offered to bring Dr. Disrespect on, he'd probably take it, depending on why he got banned in the first place, if it's nothing serious. Yeah. So, Yeah, I mean... Uh -oh. That that I don't I don't really believe that rumor yet. No, but it's 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 a possibility, I guess. But 
I think I think this is kind of evidence that Ninja doesn't have somewhere to go and is looking and he's curious. Yeah. Uh, and the YouTube thing went well. He had, I think, he peaked out at like 150 thousand at one point. So, I mean, that's a lot that's of viewers. Not bad at all. Yeah, that's pretty good. And YouTube's a much bigger platform than Mixer. I mean, the YouTube streaming side kind of sucks, and they don't do it very well, and it's kind of clunky right now. But they have the resources, and and Ninja already has a presence on YouTube, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. So, so there's definitely room there for possibility. Uh, what do you think about the fact that he, like Facebook gaming, isn't even in the mix for Ninja? I think that doesn't. I'm bode not surprised. Well. <laughs> yeah, me it neither. doesn't. It doesn't bode well. It doesn't well for Facebook gaming, but I'm not surprised considering, like you mentioned, the NDA. That's a little yeah. concerning to me. Yeah. Um, uh, Facebook is already in some mess with Congress and other political members because of some things they may or may not be guilty of. Um, Mark Zuckerberg is. Kind of creepy, in my opinion, but that's just a personal thing. <laughs> I, um, and Facebook gaming, the streaming service, like I, I started uploading videos to Facebook and they have a monetization program for the videos as well. I don't even like their video service. Yeah. So I can't imagine how their streaming service is. I, I got friends that do Facebook live all the time when they're just doing like barbecues in their backyard, but that's right. different. You're just right. You're not trying to make a business out of it. You're just sharing with your friends. But somebody like, uh, like um, Ninja, has a lot more to invest in that and a lot more involved. Uh, I know Streamlabs OBS has allowed a uh, to integrate with Facebook Gaming a long time ago. I think it was sometime late last year they added Facebook Gaming. Um, they actually add multi-streaming now to make it so you can click one button and you're streaming to all your platforms. Um, I think Mixer was on there. It may not be anymore because, well, Mixer is dying. Yeah, why keep it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I I am not entirely shocked he has not gone to Facebook Gaming. Um, I actually would have been more shocked if I heard he went especially exclusively to Facebook Gaming. And if he did it quickly, I'm... If he decides in a month to go to Facebook gaming, I'll be less shocked because that means he actually put time and thought into it, whether or not he wants to go over there. Me personally, I think it would be a bad idea. I think Facebook gaming is probably just as dead or more dead than Mixer. And he would yeah. be, and I can't imagine Facebook can offer the amount of money that Mixer could. I mean, yeah, Facebook is a big organization and company. Mark Zuckerberg has obviously done quite well for himself in Facebook game, on Facebook in general. Um, but Mixer was Microsoft, which is, I, if I'm, I believe I could be wrong, much larger than Facebook. So they had more to offer to uh, Ninja. Um, I don't think Facebook gaming can compete with that. And YouTube may not be able to compete as much as Microsoft did. They probably can't offer Ninja $30 million to sign on. But I'm sure they can probably offer better benefits than Facebook gaming. And they have more notability as far as the gaming world, not in just streaming, but in the video content world anyway. So, yeah, I think if he doesn't. I was just going to say one of the problems with Mixer, they had to offer him that much money because they can't yeah. guarantee that he's going to get the same viewers that he got on Twitch because Twitch just no. has so many more viewers. But I think YouTube has the potential to maybe give him a closer number of viewers, which means more money coming in slowly rather than a larger contract. I think YouTube has the potential for that. I don't know if it would succeed over the long term, but it's definitely there a lot more than Mixer was. So 
YouTube definitely could just be the a stopping point for Ninja. We'll we'll have to see though. Mm -hmm. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I mean he does uh, is especially if he's like kind of burning bridges on Twitch. Um, he, he YouTube is pretty much his last hope unless the rumors are true that he's looking into doing his own. I mean the the guy. He obviously he's not going to stream forever. Eventually he's going to get to the point of calling it quits. He's obviously got the money to stop now if he really wanted to and probably retire, which is sucks because I still have five years before I retire and he's younger than me. So, but Hey, that's just the dice he got rolled in. But, um, yeah, this, his retirement's should, a little different than your retirement. Just, so. yeah, just a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, I'm not, I'm not upset. It's the career I chose and I don't have the personality or the skill to draw in the viewers he does. Honestly. Yeah, that's true. You have no, <laughs> no personality or skill. So yeah, you're right. Not, not in the light. <laughs> I have comedic value. I have bad. I suck. If you're willing to endure through most of the things Ninja doesn't, I don't think he's got kids. So it's, no. he, he literally has anything available to him and his wife is one of his managers, if not the manager. So, I mean, yeah. she, it, she's got a job lined up with this too. So, um, yeah. And I'm sure her job never stopped even after he went offline. No. Like I'm sure she was still managing everybody that wanted to talk to him and all that stuff. So yeah. She's I mean, probably help have a hand in brokering deals with different streaming platforms. So mm -hmm. I heard a rumor that Spotify's thinking get into the streaming business and that they're looking to look at Ninja, which I mean they already got Joe Rogan off YouTube for podcasts. So I mean who knows? I it'd be kind of surprising because Spotify is all about audio, nothing visual. So that would be a little yeah. weird. But if they leapt into video, that'd be crazy. I mean that's a whole different it would be. universe. But I mean I Spotify's that, huge. I so I'm happening. sure they can afford it. Yeah. I saw it in passing, so I don't know how legitimate that is. So the just it's, it's Ninja Ninja at his level of notoriety and his uh, internet celebrity status. I mean, he he got to do he gets called in for different things all the time now for outside the gaming world. Uh, he did the New Year New <coughs> New Year's Eve ball drop a couple of years ago. Um, so he he can get called into anything, or he can do his own thing, or he can just say, hey, you know what, I'm done. It's been good. I'm out. If I'm going to game, it's going to just be for more of my pleasure and less of a job. So who knows? Um, yeah. He's a lucky man, though. I'm, a lot of There's a right. lot of people out there wish they can make a career out of gaming. Yeah. So. That is true. And and he's he's grown up a lot. I, I've heard he's had quite the temper in the past, and now he's more mellow. Yeah, it's, it's a lot easier to control your temper when you're wiping your tears with money. So. <laughs> That is true. It makes the pain go away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm about to rage. Oh, oh, here's a thousand dollars in my pocket. Oh, okay. okay. I'm good. I feel better now. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, we don't really know yeah. where Ninja's settling, but he definitely streamed today, and it was a big deal. So, okay, we're moving on. It's mainly because he exclusively did it on YouTube. Didn't it? it sounds like he didn't give Twitch any love at all. So. Yep. All right. So you want to do this next one? The Sims one? Sure. How about her? All right. So I mainly sent this to JD earlier today because I could not believe it. And I thought it was not true, but it was on The Verge. So Verge tends to be pretty legit. Most it has of the a video. Videos and it legit. has a video. And apparently, so basically what we're talking about before I get too far into it. For all you Sims 4 fans. Now, I don't lie. I like Sims mainly because I find creative ways to lose my family. Um which I think most of us 
would do but there's pretty hardcore ninja uh, ninja fans i mean that too there's pretty hardcore sims fans out there and sims 4 is got a tv deal apparently to have a reality tv show on tbs and it's gonna be only four episodes and it's gonna be i think up to eight players and the whole they're all competing for money to see who can make the best story using sims sounds like the dumbest concept i've ever heard now it's, it's one thing if you're it is I, I can't believe tbs is on board with it maybe they're bored and they don't know what to do with covid limiting what they can do this is one way to do it because these guys can easily do it from home and just use their stream labs or obs or stream elements whatever their favorite recording software is and uh record the footage send it into tbs tbs as it edits it it has a judge it's got like an american idol judge staff one of them is actually the host is a former american idol winner and then there's like a r&b singer um they list the names i did not recognize any of them but i guess there's somebody somewhere yeah i don't know i did i guess some of them were supposed to be known or something but yeah i didn't know i didn't know it one's apparent one is apparently a big YouTuber. Never heard of. I think it was a her. Never heard of her in the day of my life. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, before you even go on, like, Sims is mm -hmm. not our world, right? It's not our no, demographic. That's true. But it is a huge video game. It, it is. is huge, and it has crazy viewership from the people who play it. And those people are just completely different than us. And to be fair, those people are also the kind of yeah. people that watch reality TV. So uh, they that's might true. be interested. <laughs> Because they basically, when they play that game, they live out their own reality TV show. So it, I guess this all adds up and maybe uh, they might have something here. I mean, it may not appeal to people like us. Um, maybe some guys will make it a night of drinking to watch and make fun of. Uh, I have, I'm sure if we have viewers that if any of you are Sims fans and may think I'm speaking blasphemy, I would apologize, but I'm sorry. I just can't see it. No, so it's terrible. Bear with I me mean, on this. <laughs> just look up the trailer. It's so bad. Like they're, they're like hugging and crying over Sims. Like it's a video game. Why are you crying on each other's shoulders about a video game? I don't know. I don't know. It was, it's really corny and cheesy and you can tell like, you know, they always call it reality TV, but it's really never quite reality TV. No, it's scripted. and Yeah, and this is one that's very, very scripted, very directed where they want it to go. And it's, well, look. One, one of imagine. the judges is actually, I don't know if he still is or is a former writer for Sims in the past. So he's hmm. been on the Sim. Um, he, he, I didn't recognize his name. Again, I'm not big into Sims. Um, maybe he's a god amongst the sims fans but um he it's i just i can't i mean i in general i do not like reality tv show i cannot stand reality tv show i think reality tv show is a reason for what is wrong in this world today because people actually take it as reality and try to live it out in real life so i i just i remember when jersey Shore first came out i went to dc and there was people dressed up like the cast of Jersey Shore everywhere. And I wanted to just, I, I don't want to do it, a call to acts of violence, but I was, <laughs> it just made me cringe so hard. These guys yeah. with these fake tans and their ascots. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't believe this is happening, but it is. So I'm, I'm I, I cannot stand reality TV show at all. Um, I had an ex that loved to watch 90 Day Fiance. And I just sat there like, why? Just why? <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. 
Why do you think I'm down here doing podcasts and stuff with you all the time? <laughs> my wife loves to watch reality TV. She's watching, oh, what is it? The Sunset one. I don't know. It's on Netflix. They sell like giant mansions in LA. I'm like, it's so, it's just so like, I don't know, out of reality. Like it's, it's the opposite of reality and they call it reality TV. Like it's just weird. I guess it's getting the same argument can use that a lot of guys say, and some girls, uh, it's mostly guys that I've heard say they use video games to escape reality. Maybe that's their escape from reality to live somebody else's life through a reality show, and we just do it through video games. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they have their reasons for liking it. I, yeah, they're not good reasons, but (laughs) reasons. (laughs) Uh, But this, this just looks terrible. Like The Sims. The Sims is already a boring game. Sorry, Sims fans, but making a reality TV show out of it is just the worst. So I like I said, every time I, I played it, thinking I'll get into it, and I end up just like locking my Sims in a doorless closet and then just leaving them there to rot in their own filth. So that's yeah. maybe very nice I just said too much in it. Yeah, I might end up getting a psyche valve when I get back to work. But um Maybe we'll maybe they should make oh. a Gears of War reality TV show. Just hand everybody a chainsaw gun and let them go nuts. That would be fun. <laughs> I would watch that show. I think most people would. It'd have to now. be on HBO. Couldn't put that on cable television. Would let's, HBO let's Max cover it? Yeah, let's do it on HBO Max. We'll stream it. Let's go. I'll host. I'll host. I'll just have a and frag I'll... grenade. <laughs> If the competition goes on too long, JD just tags one of them with one of yeah. the frag grenades. Just as they just run like, by, just okay. toss, up, toss it on. Yeah. Like, run, like, run, run, go, off. go. <laughs> see, see how many people you can take with you because yep. you're done. <laughs> oh, so dumb. So dumb. They need to stop trying to put video games on TV like that. It just doesn't work. People don't want to watch video games that way. Like, it's just, it's not fun. It's so... I mean, no offense... Go ahead. I'm probably gonna lose whatever fan base I have, but I I don't entirely understand unless it's a competitive game like Smite and you're watching a league tournament or something. Right. I don't understand really watching people game on Twitch even. But again, that's just me, and that's probably you stream bad for on me to Twitch. Say this and I, yeah, I know that's why I'm saying this, and I game and stream on Twitch. But it, I I. I would understand that more than watching a scripted reality-based TV show on cable TV about a video game. Yeah. That I can more understand why somebody can watch, especially, okay, I watch a lot of YouTube videos about War Thunder. So uh, JD probably <laughs> blows his mind why I even do that. So, I mean, Ugh. everybody has their thing. It's just, Ugh. there's just sometimes it's, you get to a point where you just can't understand it at all. And yeah. a video game reality-based judge TV yeah. show is awful yeah that's that's crossing the line yeah you stop it people you stop it right now yeah exactly i mean i got i got nascar doing virtual racing because covid shut down the season and nba did a couple tournaments and the nfl even did a few things i understood that because that was more fun especially when you got your favorite sports stars doing these things and you got to see how they handle the video games and uh, i believe the nfls and nbas were charity events weren't they yeah some of them yeah so that I can understand, but Sims, I know. maybe I'm, it's, I just, it's weird. It's so weird. I know. I don't get it. All right. Let's move on. We're, yeah, we're never going to get it. The more we talk about it, the more we're going to hate it. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it for our topics. Uh, we'll get into the outro. We just wanted to talk real quick about 
something else that we read uh, is that in the new mm-hmm. generation with the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox One or the Xbox Series X, uh, they are going to start bumping video game costs up to $70. Um, it seems mostly inevitable. Like they haven't actually announced that, but there have been individual games like the sports games that come out every year have been announced that they're going to be $70 and there's been product pages that accidentally propped up that showed $70. So it seems pretty inevitable at this point. Uh, it's not, not all that shocking. Cause there's always been the argument why developers need to up their prices in video yeah. games. Yeah. Apparently the cost of devel- developing has gotten too expensive. So yeah. And like, you know, I remember they had this talk when the previous generation came out. Mm-hmm. They were saying, oh, maybe they're going to start bumping up the price. And, and everybody rejected that. There was huge backlash. And they're like, okay, we won't do it. Relax. And then they didn't do it. But the problem is, once they've committed to that $60 price, they're stuck for this generation, right? So They have to they, wait till the next one. Yeah, they pretty much have to do it at the beginning of the generation to make it stick for the long term. Uh, so... There, it looks like it's definitely going to happen now, but it, I think it's been a long time since games were fifty dollars. I think and the original Xbox was the last time it was fifty dollars. Three sixty yeah. bumped it to sixty, I think, or it so, might have been three sixty that bumped it. I'm in an Xbox, so I I I don't. I know Sony came out long before the original Xbox came out, and I think those were still thirty to forty dollars when the original Sony was out. And then when the Xbox came out, I think it might have gone to forty, and three sixty was fifty. No, yeah. it was sixty because it was sixty because it, it they that's when they talk about bumping it from sixty to seventy when the one came out. So yeah, yeah, and I mean no. you know, and the, they always try to do other stuff too. Like they always have the standard edition that's sixty dollars, and then they have yeah. the deluxe edition that's eighty, and then they have the premium edition that's a hundred, and then the premium edition comes with a golden statue that you can trade into your lord and savior. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I, I've never really bought those. <laughs> um, I don't know. I bought uh, one. I got a Gears of War special edition, got a metal cog, the cog army flag, and I got a statue of Marcus Phoenix up there. So that's the only time I've ever spent that kind of money on something. Like I can understand people getting that stuff, like if they're collectors and they want want to collect like yeah. memorabilia and stuff like that. And that's fine. Um, but you know, that's always been the way they kind of got around that sixty dollar price. And now they're gonna have seventy dollars. So they're going to have even more stuff. So they're going to have like deluxe edition for a hundred and premium for 120 or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. That's a lot of money, man, for like one game. Like, like I feel like, I mean, I know a lot of games these days have a lot of replayability. They pretty much always have to have some sort of single player and multiplayer component. I, I don't know. It's just, it just seems like a lot to me just off the top of my head. Like even now I wait for deals on most of my games. Like I just bought doom eternal mm-hmm. for 30 bucks. Like I wasn't going to buy it at 60 definitely not gonna buy it at 70 uh so i don't know well i mean in in our unless because i haven't heard anything about the pc market as far as this goes but you and i have pretty much all but given up on the console in general i mean right but i'm sure it's gonna impact pc in some way yeah eventually i mean granted though even now new pc games i've seen some not come out at 60 it depends on the developer but PC has almost solely become digital at this point. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, indie games uh, and stuff like that usually don't release at 60. Yeah, they, no, they don't at all, no. Yeah. Um, PC seems to take more advantage of the free-to-play and then rely on microtransactions to fund their products after that. So that's also helped PC games in that sense, too. 
um, and Steam uh, platforms like Steam and Epic are doing a lot to help the developers out to give them some cuts and budgets mm-hmm. and stuff. So mm-hmm. they're able to do things a lot cheaper. Uh, Microsoft and Sony, from my understanding, have never really done that with any of their developers. So they're the developers are always almost always forced to do full price on release or keep it full price for a long time, even after release. So yeah, yeah, I think Microsoft di- dictates the price <laughs> for games that are released mm-hmm. on its console. Uh, so here's an interesting point. Well, for one thing, it says that it's been sixty dollars for fifteen years. So January two thousand five was the first time it went up to sixty dollars. That's a long time. I mean, that's a legit, yeah. really long time to be at one price, and and especially given the point that I'm about to read about inflation. Uh, so, yeah. so this article points <laughs> out that uh, sixty dollars in January two thousand five is equal to eighty one dollars in January two thousand twenty. So, a jump, you know, yeah. a jump by ten or even twenty dollars isn't actually. While it seems like it's a jump of money, it's a lot of money. It it's really not. It's right because of inflation, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But you know, a, so, it, in order for that to make sense, you'd also have to have improved your ep- income over that time. <laughs> and who knows if people? And not have done a that. lot of people have. Yeah. 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 And if they have, they've done it by working multiple jobs, and sometimes they're too tired to do anything when they get home at that point. So. Right. Yeah. So. Oh. Uh, and so with the point of inflation, basically what GDs it sounds like is that it should have been at least 70 a long time ago. Cause if it's, if inflation says a $60 game in 20 or 2005 should be 80 now, or was, is it worth 80 now? Then yeah, they should have bumped prices up a long time ago. Obviously none of us want to hear that because that means more money out of our pockets for our favorite games. But that's just the fact of the matter. Gas prices go up, food goes up, everything you know and buy goes up. But when you get in a comfort zone with video games that have enabled seat sit basically flatline for so long, and maybe that's what forced the microtransaction um, um, society we got now. We kind of forced it on part of ourselves by throwing a fit when developers tried to uh, price it. So now they found another way to sneak around and get that money to compensate. So we might have done this to ourselves. So yeah, in some ways, um, yeah, you have to imagine that's true. Um, and you know, it's not like it's all bad either. Like they're trying to do different, like Xbox has what the smart delivery thing where Mm. you can buy it now and then you can get it on the next console. So you won't have to pay. So if you bought a game now, that's $60 and then you get an upgrade to play it on the next console when that comes out, then you don't have to pay, uh, the Mm -hmm. extra 10 bucks or whatever. So that's not bad. Um, Which so. is actually better than what they did, because like when uh, Battlefield Four came out, when 360 was ending and the one started, you could get Battlefield Four on the one when it came out, but I think you still paid ten dollars. You just got it at a discounted price. But now it sounds like you get it for sixty, and a seventy dollar game, you're paying sixty for it. So, yeah. so not too bad. Anyway, no, I mean, we don't have to. We don't yeah. have to spend too much time on that. It's not a big deal. It's just. Expect to pay ten bucks more when the new consoles come out. Hooray! I mean, JD and I, we're at this stage of our lives. We have to really budget for gaming anyway. Yeah. I mean, most people generally do, but I know a lot of people that buy every single game every time it comes out. Now we're very selective about what we pick, especially since we've been burned by developers in the past that we used to trust, and now we're like, "This is garbage. Why do we just buy this?" So we're very careful, and maybe this will force some of you to do Call the same of Duty. things. I know. <coughs> <laughs> oh, yes. something something in my throat about 
Call of Duty. Anyway. <laughs> so, I Call mean, of Duty Ghosts just... in particular. Oh, I never like bought that one. I was so happy. I never bought that one. Marvel tried so hard to get me to no, buy it. And I was like, I'm not I doing skipped it. like three generations and then I bought Call of Duty Ghosts and I was like, this is the worst I've ever played. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Awful. Anyway. All right. Uh, let's move on. Outro. Do you have anything yep. you want to put in the outro? No, I think the uh, the other than our typical outro of uh, you guys got anything you want to bring up as far as stories. We don't talk about just gaming. As you can see, we talked about Scrabble, which I mean, it's still gaming, but it's not video games. Uh, it's so competitive, though. Stuff. It's hardcore yeah, it competitive, competitive, man. Don't mess with my I Scrabble. A lot of high adrenaline pumping action in there, I bet. It's It's, it's big. Speak. So, and we talk about a lot of pop culture stuff. We'll talk about military stuff because well, a couple episodes ago, um, JD is pretty excited about it. I'm getting more excited about it. Uh, Doom. We talk about the TV show or the new movies. Is the movies a TV Doom. show? Movies. movies. Yeah, it's like yeah. a two part movie. Yeah. yeah. So we're yeah, excited about that. Fun. So, you guys got anything like that you want to talk about? We don't talk about politics or um, political styles. Um, Stories we stick it to video games, uh, pop culture. We try to keep it fluffy. We, we're looking for yeah. fluff. You know, we're not. Yeah. We if we wanted to start a political podcast, we could do that, but it would last one episode and it would end with us screaming at each other. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, plus, we get a lot of, enough of that crap on YouTube and Twitch, and well, I don't know. A lot of people talk politics yeah. on Twitch, but uh, in real life, so it's nice to get a break and talk about things we love and enjoy, and can joke about and have fun with. So. That's what the par- par- purpose of uh, this podcast is. And so if you guys got anything along those lines, we uh, um, JD's a veteran. I'm active duty still. Um, if you guys mi- got military stories or questions that you would like to talk about, maybe you're thinking about joining. JD will tell you why you shouldn't join. I'll tell you why you should. I will. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and... The, just use hashtag NTWP or messages on Twitter. Both are... Uh, our Twitters will be in the description of the video or podcast when JD uploads these to the podcast sites. And we're on pretty much every major podcast site now. Yep. So don't cost a dime because we, we, we don't, we can't justify monetizing. We don't even it. have ads. We have nothing. Like no. We have an audience no. of us. So yeah, feel free to listen. Uh, it's free. That's all I got for the outro. Um, and just a quick reminder, anybody that I appreciate people stopping by in the chat and talking, um, I will always get to your messages at the end of the podcast if you were willing to sit through the entire thing. But that, that's all I got for the outro. All right. Oh, JD needs a JD needs affiliate on Twitch, so let's get him there. Okay. I'm helping. I'm here for you, buddy. I'm, I'm super excited about it. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 18 and talk to you about more news. Um, but that's it. Have a good week. Yay. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>